This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. A high school girl arrested for beating another girl in a bathroom at a North Bay high school. This happened at Montgomery High in Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa police say the girl they arrested for the attack was the ringleader of a group of girls who cornered the teen, then punched and kicked her over and over. She had to be taken to the hospital but has been released. This is the same school where a student was stabbed to death inside of a classroom last year. Weeks after that, two more students were arrested for bringing knives to school. Ultimately, the school's principal and assistant principal were put on leave. Teen violence has been a problem in Santa Rosa. The police department says the number of minors arrested for gun possession was up 500% last year. They blame the increase on gangs, saying the majority of the city's homicides were gang-related. Fights at high schools got so bad, the district put a police officer at each campus back in December but they were only there until the holiday break. John Raymond's talked to parents today who are looking for a permanent solution. Here at Montgomery High, school officials were hoping that winter break would cool down some of the violence, but it looks like it's happened again. And now there are those who are saying they need to take a more permanent approach to the problem. On Tuesday, Montgomery High students and parents were informed about a violent beating that took place in a girl's restroom. The victim was repeatedly beaten and kicked and had hair torn from her head before the assailant stole her cell phone and fled. It's heartbreaking. I'm a parent. And it's hard not to get emotional because I think of that girl as being, I have a daughter and I can't imagine um, that experience for her and her family. It's going to affect her the rest of her life. Melissa Stewart has a child at Montgomery and was so alarmed about the violence that has occurred there that she co-founded a parents group called the Safe Campus Alliance. But her shock turned to anger when the group's call for the return of campus safety resource officers, or SROs, was ignored. It feels like uh, we're asking for something that's falling on deaf ears. We're surrounded by other school districts that do have safety resource officers and the programs are going really well and they're not having the same incidents on their campus. So I think it's something that absolutely needs to be explored um, and we're not seeing that by a lot of our school board members. In December, the district announced that police officers would be on the high school campuses, but just for the remainder of the fall term. Now that they're back from break, students say nothing much has changed. Is there a violence problem on this school? Yeah, both definitely. Yeah, there's just a lot of fights and like altercations with a lot of students on this campus. You know, there's a lot of gang violence too. A lot of people don't talk about the gang violence because there is a lot. Stewart doesn't blame the high school. In her view, it is school board policies that have removed disciplinary action and campus supervision in the name of social justice. Yes, there are some trustees on our school board that have voiced very strongly that they will never, as long as they're on the board, they will never see safety resource officers on our campus. She thinks it's sending a message to students that there are no consequences for fighting. I can't imagine it sends a message that there is going to be a consequence. Um, yeah, I, I think it needs to be a deeper discussion and it needs to be taken seriously by all of our school board trustees. The district has voted for a pilot program to reintroduce SROs, but currently there are no officers on campus. In Tuesday's beating and robbery, school staff were unable to detain the suspect who left the area before police arrived.
Also in Santa Rosa, six suspected teenage gang members have been arrested after stabbing a bicyclist. This happened near Bellevue Ranch Park on Thursday. Police say 15 teens chased down the cyclist after exchanging words. Investigators say six of them assaulted and stabbed the man. The suspects also stole his bike. Police say they're between the ages of 15 and 17 and say they found knives, guns, and gang paraphernalia after searching each suspect's home. The victim was taken to a hospital but has since been released. Tonight, stunning news from the Warriors who announced the sudden death of an assistant coach earlier today. The Warriors were at a team dinner in Salt Lake City last night when assistant coach Dayan Milovic suffered a heart attack and died early this morning. Milojevic was only 46 years old. He was in his third season on the Warriors coaching staff after coming over from his native Serbia. The team flew back home this afternoon. Tonight's game in Utah was postponed. Steve Kerr said, quote, Dayon was one of the most positive human beings I've ever known. Someone who brought joy and light to every single day with his passion and energy. We grieve with his wife Natasha and their two children. Their loss is unfathomable. Some of the protesters who halted traffic on the Bay Bridge and their supporters rallied outside the San Francisco DA's office today. I need it! I need it! I got to have it! They are calling themselves the Bay Bridge 78 and they're demanding Brooke Jenkins drop the charges against them. We are not going anywhere. We will keep the demand to drop the charges. The prosecution of nonviolent protesters does not make us any safer, that's for sure. It didn't work when they tried to prosecute Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and it won't work now. This was the scene back in November. The demonstrators stalled the bridge for hours, calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. In a statement last month, Jenkins said, free speech cannot compromise public safety. The FBI is warning about a growing and very scary trend involving our youth here in the Bay Area and across the country. Predators have been targeting young people with sextortion crimes. That is when offenders coerce a minor to send sexually explicit images or video of themselves and then turn around and threaten to release those images unless they pay them. From October 2021 to March of 2023, the FBI and Homeland Security got more than 13,000 reports of this involving more than 12,000 victims. They say it led to at least 20 suicides. The scammers are getting in uh, contact with the kids just through regular means of communication. Um, they will look at online platforms where children go. Gaming platforms are often seen as an entryway for these scammers. Social media platforms, they'll make that contact. They'll shift the kids to other platforms where you can exchange video and pictures, and then they'll move into their plot. If you or someone you know thinks you are a victim of sextortion, you're encouraged to contact the FBI. A second trial date has been set for the man convicted of assaulting Nancy Pelosi's husband. David DePap will face state charges on March 1st. He was found guilty of federal charges in November of breaking into the couple's San Francisco home and attacking Paul Pelosi with a hammer. He is already facing up to 50 years in prison. The four suspects accused of killing Oakland police officer Tuan Lay are expected in court tomorrow. Three of them have been charged with murder. One suspect was charged with second-degree burglary. Officer Lay was killed last month while responding to a burglary at a cannabis business. 
The state's new illegal cannabis task force says it has taken millions of dollars worth of illegal marijuana off the street. As Marley Ginter reports, they say they're just getting started. These drug busts are the work of a new state task force cracking down on illegal marijuana grown and sold in California. The impacts that we see from these grows uh, are immense. Task force members say in just the first full year, more than 300,000 pot plants were seized with a street value of more than $312 million. More than 100 illegally possessed weapons were also discovered during the raids. Our teams are extremely busy throughout the year. Um, there is no shortage of work. The unified effort brings together two dozen agencies to coordinate enforcement of regulations and help protect legal cannabis businesses from unfair black market competition. Illegal operators, obviously, they're not paying taxes. They don't have their products tested. There's a lot of transnational criminal organizations behind these operations. The black market has a huge impact on small legal businesses. Maisha Bahati, owner of the dispensary Crystal Nugs, says after taxes and fees, she has to charge customers at least 30% more than it would cost to purchase the products illegally. If we have the illicit market that is thriving right now, then it's always going to be difficult for us. She supports more law enforcement efforts. You do need to crack down on the illicit market because there are biggest competitors. And state officials say there's a lot more bust to be made. This is going to be a sustained effort over the next several years to really get a grip on the illegal market. Tonight at 8 on PIX Plus, state officials announce arrests in a series of retail thefts in the Bay Area. Let's bring in, bring in Devin Feely with the primetime edition. This is a problem. We have been talking about this on our newscast, I feel like, for a very long time. Yeah, I think one of the things that's really interesting about this is that they're not connecting the, this group to just one or two. It's dozens of these. And it's from up here in the Bay Area all the way down to San Diego. So it's a huge problem. Rob Bonta announced those arrests earlier today. He says the three suspects were involved in more than two dozen cases, as we said hitting stores from Vallejo down to San Diego. One of the targets was a Walnut Creek Louis Vuitton store where officials say the suspects stole hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Now, we're there tonight and hearing from businesses about how this just highlights really a lot of the concerns that they've shared with us all along. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if this is true, if the allegations are true, this seems to be very coordinated and something that they were planning traveling for, which is really interesting to think about. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the stores, I think they say, well, if it is coordinated, if you hit these guys, you know, that has such a big effect because they were responsible, allegedly, mm -hmm. for so many of these break-ins. All right, Devin, we look forward to that story. Right. Thank, Thank you. you.